scratching and give me a beat. Ouch! Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the hi-hat. Go on. Mmm, that's good. Now the tambourine, right now. Do I sound good? I don't sound echoey or nothing. No, you're good. By the way, okay, listen. Yo, 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 yo. No, no difference. No, you sound louder. I just no, I was just twisting my microphone around. See if you got a microphone now. I've been had a microphone. I never seen your microphone. You never told me anything. Yeah, yeah. I told you I got the microphone. I was like, I'll send you the leak. The first first episode we did. I've had this microphone since then. Uh huh. All this time. Yeah. How you think I sound so good? It ain't my cheap ass fucking laptop. I'm 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 plugged in, man. No, they got. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've had this microphone from the get go, man, from the jump. Uh-huh. That's why I told you That's... you need to get a microphone. Are you ready? Yep. Welcome back to Dragon the Line podcast, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it live from the crib. So during this episode, you might hear dogs barking uh-huh. or a screaming ass kid in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm your host with the most, one more Sanchez. You can follow me at one more Sanchez on our social media. Uh-huh. Also, please join Dragon the Line on Facebook for the latest news and interaction. If you're new to the show, uh-huh. Uh-huh. welcome. On today's episode, we will be discussing never before heard stories uh-huh. and answer fans' questions. We had many requests about this episode, so you ask and you shall receive. Oh, well, <laughs> work is hard. <laughs> Ain't that right, Mr. Scream? Did I sound like I was reading? Because I hate when you, I sound like I'm reading, asshole. The last, the, the last part. The la- I was just about to stop you. The last part where, like, the last, like, five sentences, you sounded like you were reading. You started slowing down. Okay, hold on. The last five sentences? Bitch, there is five sentences. The right, last part. Redo the last part. Just the last part. Don't worry about the beginning. The beginning sounded good. If you're new to the show? If you're new to the show, that one? Oh, shit. I was on mute. My bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while, man. It's been, like, three weeks or so, man. You, you stopped taking right. breaks. You tell us <laughs> to quit fucking around with that snow shit. Join Dragging the Line on Facebook for the latest news and interactions. If you're new to the show, welcome. On today's episode, we'll be discussing never-before-heard stories and answer fans' questions. We've had many people request, and they also want to know a little bit behind the scenes, asking you shall receive. All right, here we go. If you don't know, you won't know. You rocking with your favorite duo. You with me. With, uh, hold on. If you don't know, you won't know. You rocking with your favorite duo. With me now on Zoom is your boy, Polly G. AKA Doodle and La Pintura. Translation, heart in the paint, no cap. What up, fam? Welcome back. Hey, welcome back, Jesse. Welcome the hell back. He missed you. I missed you even more. So uh, I'm glad that you survived. I'm glad your fat ass cut that bacon off your back to cook for yourselves during this quarantine. Uh, so everybody that enjoyed our last episode, he's back. And he's back. He's back in full effect, I guess. How did everything go, man? Talk to us, man. Talk, tell us what happened. Any quick overview? What had happened was on <laughs> Sunday, it was snowing. And then on Monday, it was snowing again. And then on Tuesday, winter was coming. Winter was coming, bro. Winter is coming. It was a bit nippy. It, it was crazy. No electricity, no lights. Wait, no electricity, no water. <laughs> huh? What did you and Jen do? Did you and Jen hunker down? You have to like... I- I heard some shit I thought I'd never hear in my life. This is what she said. Do you want me to flush my poop or do you want to poop on top of my poop? Never want to hear that for shit. Huh? Oh, yeah. Did y'all, what did y'all do for like warmth? Did y'all do the the oven, open the oven? Like, 
furniture, throw it in the fireplace or something like that? So we have a fireplace, but we didn't mess with it. And so what we did was I had grandma's scorcher and like oh, yeah. five them hoes. The crazy thing about it, man, like you, you see on social media, people making fun of Texas, like, oh, y'all some little bitches. You got to understand that if you're not from Texas, we never got snow like this. This is crazy. The one thing that I think that the news didn't recognize and should have respected is that we went through some shit and Texas did not write. We were, you, you see what I'm saying? That's how we know we love our state. Yeah, most of it, most of it I saw like on Facebook and on the news, like neighbors, people just out there falling down, just being left out there and just dying, freezing to death. Or people dying because I turned the car on and trying to get that heat, you know what I mean? And they leave the damn door closed. I mean, that's crazy. I was listening back to our Christmas episode a couple of days ago. And one of the things we talked about in that episode was it never snows in Austin. And we remember specifically saying that. And I was like, wow, that's maybe we jinxed ourselves. But uh, yeah, y'all did band together. I'm just glad y'all made it through and hopefully it won't happen again and everybody will be more prepared because y'all couldn't even leave the house, right? Um, and then what sucks is my Joaquin's mom passed away, my grandma. So that was on Tuesday. They couldn't leave until today because of the airport. Everything was closed. Like they had, they couldn't leave anywhere. No. So not only did my dad go through the winter, but he was also sad because he lost his mom. He can't see him. It, it was crazy, bro. It, it was definitely eye open. So y'all stayed home. Y'all stayed home. 48 hours, 72 hours straight. 72, but it, it's crazy, bro. I hope we don't ever go through this again. Yeah, yeah, shave, man. Don't mess with Texas, man. Texas strong, right? Hashtag Texas strong. The ice was so thick, I was on top of my pool. It was that thick. I thought I was going to fall. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that's how thick it was. Well, there we go. You say winter's, winter is coming. Just speaking of winter is coming, we I talked about Game of Thrones last episode. I'm going to assume that you saw it. You've seen it already. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I was going to tell you relate to the game. Yeah, I, I love Peter Dinklage. Dude. I think he's my favorite character. I like him and, and, and Jon Snow. Those are, I like those characters, man. It's good good character progression. The, Did you already they, see the wedding? The wedding massacre? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I'm sitting there. Uh, watching. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm just like chilling. I'm like, oh, just watching it regular. After that episode, my jaw was just open dropped. I'm like, wow. And it, even when it faded out and went and, and got done with the episode, it just went silent and then showed the credits. And I had to, that's the first time I watched the credits. It's just hard to not, not be watching something and everybody else has seen it and talked about it. It's hard to get away with not getting spoilers. So I think next time when a show comes out, I'm going to go ahead and just watch it as it comes out. And that's about, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. All right, everybody, you like what you hear, please subscribe and give us a review. Go on our pod page, Dragon the Line podcast. You can find us on Facebook. One more Sanchez, Paulie G underscore SC on Instagram and just everywhere you can find us. You go on the pod page, it's just one big hodgepodge of things that you can find us on. So why don't you guys do that? Don't be lazy. Give us that review. That's a big help. And remember just to keep on living and keep on subscribing. Tell a friend. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the DTL studios. We are on to the next subject. Jesse, if you don't mind, I'll start with the first one. Yeah, for those who went on the fan page and wrote us, because I think half of them came from there. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate that. You guys are actually taking the time. So we appreciate that. Let me go through here. So we're not going to say who wrote them because it was just too many people to go back and ask. So the first question was for me and you, Jesse. Why did you and Jesse want to start a podcast? You want to take it first? No, you go ahead. The reason why I wanted to start the podcast was because, again, I was turning 40. I think that my life had 
changed. There's always two sides to every story. Me, I think that what it was because the kind of work that I do, I'm able to listen to headphones all day, pretty much for the most day. And so I'm always going through podcasts. I'm always listening to music off and on. And I was listening to one of my schoolmates that has a podcast. Oh, what's it called? I was going to give her a shout out. Yeah. Anyway, so I forget the name of it <laughs> top of my head, but it was good. It was funny. Good that you forgot the name. Exactly. <laughs> well, I stopped listening to hers because I got so much. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, so I just listened to her and she had talked about some things that happened in school. I even told her that my wife, anything hey, about starting a podcast, she said, whatever you want to do, I think that'll be a good idea. So I just put it in the back burner, didn't talk about it or anything like that. And then one day I'm just on Facebook and then here we go. I see one more Sanchez. I see my cousin starting a, a podcast and I listened to your intro. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I know this fool enough to where I can call him and ask me. And worst, he, worst thing he could say no, which I thought he was going to say no, to be honest, because I thought this was a project he wanted to do on his own. But he didn't. And like I said, he told me, like, these are the steps we got to do. This is what we have to get going before we can even think about it. And the rest is history. And that's what we did. And sometimes I wish I should have just said no. We in there too deep. Now, if we break up, I don't want my aunt to hit me with a chunk. Like Next question. So somebody wrote in and said, who had the best stories out of all the people you have been that been on the show? First of all, wrote this question wrong. So let me rephrase it. I don't know. They probably went to Lanier High School or something. <laughs> who had the best stories out of all the people that have been on the show? I think that's what they were trying to say. I give them the benefit mm -hmm. of the doubt. You want to go go first? Who, do you, who was the best stories? I have to go with Chris. He brought up some things that happened that I actually totally forgot about only because all the stuff that I've been through in my life and stuff that he'd been through. So for him to remember some of those things made me feel real good. There were plenty more stories I'm sure we could have gotten more into, but it made the cut the good story. So I would have to say Chris Rogers. I think that his stories were good. Uh, I didn't know a lot of his alcoholism beginning. I just knew about him when he stopped. I knew he was going through AA and going through wanting to give up alcohol. So I have to say Chris Rogers, he was our first interview. So I'd have to go with that one. For me, there's two. I knew that when we interviewed John, I knew that was going to be the game changer. I, I, I just felt in my heart and I had told you, I said, hey, you know what? This is going to reach a lot of people. This is going to open doors to a lot of opportunities. And it did. So I, I always have to think that interview is what I think is taking us to the next mountain stone. So I have to give credit when credit is due. Yeah. But the other one is my mom. Fuck your mama. I just talked about it yesterday. I think that ever since that episode, we've gotten even closer. But mm -hmm. to see my mom cry, to see my mom's pain through Zoom, I've never seen that part. And I learned a lot of things. Yeah. That's probably, that, that's definitely one. Yeah. Those are good episodes, man. Those were, like you said, I agree. Those are turning point episodes. So thank you, John. And thank you, Anditi, because that's a side I've never seen of you as well. Next question that I got was, how many brothers and sisters do you have? I have an older brother who is two years older than me and a younger sister who, shit, I, I don't even know. I think she's 10 years younger than me. So I'm the middle child. This one actually had an LOL at the end of it. So I don't think they were being facetious. That's the word of the day, Jesse. Facetious. They basically, in a nutshell, were like, damn, Paul, I hear kids in the background almost every episode. How many do you have? I got a circus at my house. I have a seven-year-old girl, Stella, who I get one week on, one week off. I have a 10-year-old boy, and then I have a 
three-year-old little boy. And that's the one you hear screaming in the background because he just ain't got much of a night night time. And he's, you can hear him right now. He just at nighttime just goes buck wild and it's, it's a fucking circus. So people ask me, but people ask me, like my sister comes over, she came over here one time and she was like, I don't know how you did it. Cause she said she came over at all the kids over here, like just running around, running amok, the dog's going crazy. And I'm just sitting here just dead to it all. Cause I'm just used to it. But yeah. I'm just, I just keep it moving, man. Keep it moving. That's how many kids I got. How many you got, Jesse? You got fur babies, don't you? I got three dogs and they bad as shit. I hate to say it, people, but people who call their dogs fur babies and dress them up, like y'all need a fucking putasso because that shit is stupid. That's just my opinion. Hey man, they're my fur babies, bitch. I dress up my dog. I tell you, <laughs> family, you know what? You're not getting the fucking Christmas card this year, asshole. <laughs> oh shit, I'm sorry, man. I got national champion Dodger gear for all three of them yeah, dogs. You're not. Yeah, you got fur babies, all right? You got all right. fur babies. Right. So somebody asked. Out of all the episodes on Dragon the Line, which one did you not want to do and why? I think everybody knows mine. Which one is yours first? The Chris Rogers one. I mm. think I'm going to save that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back to that one. The one I didn't want to do was probably the Lucky Nua. I'm glad I did it after doing it, but the because I didn't know him and he was going to be, he was our first guest that wasn't family. So Hold on, it's my mom. Hello? We recording you. Li- you're going to be live. Everybody's gonna hear you. All right, love you, bye. I had to answer that. Mama, man, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that would be the lucky. I, I am glad that he did come on. I did have a good time with him. I actually did feel very, very nice. I'm not gonna say warm because that sounds a little fruity, but he made me at ease when he started talking and I started getting to know him better. So that, that that's just my honest truth. That's what it is. The one I really didn't want to do because I just had a feeling that it was gonna be shitty was the dad jokes. I, I, oh. I just knew it. when when I did it, I was like, this shit, this shit corny as fuck. And that, that's the one people complained. So for me, it was that episode. I got you. I got you. I was like, boo. All right, let me get this next one. Oh, I don't know who the hell sent this one, but. What is Jesse and your so you said okay? What is Jesse and Paul's day job, or do you guys do the podcast full time? I think we've said it before, I'm not sure, but I do house painting with my brother and his dad's business, or my brother, his dad. Yeah, I always say that shit, but yeah, I have the same dad, people. We do house painting, big houses, nice houses. My dad's been working for the same builder for the last. I don't know, 30 something years. We the two, we, we have two main builders and they've just been keeping us busy and just keeping us on it. And for that, I appreciate that. And it's nice because they both have sons that are taking over for them, which are about our, me and Johnny's age. So that's good because we can keep the business going and, and keep and keep it moving. Uh, that's what I do for a living. For me, it's just real simple. I'm in the business of business. Can you be, can you, can you be a little bit more specific? I'm in business with people who want to do business. That's it, man. That's what I do all day. I like to keep that side of me very private. Yeah, you remind me of Barney. It's like, what do you do for a living? Please. <laughs> no, it's cold. Remember on Martin, there was somebody, Tommy, that didn't know what he did? Yeah, I think it was Tommy. I think it was, no, yeah, Cole yeah. didn't have a day of job. You go. Have you guys ever beefed? And if so, how did you squash it? Ooh, that's a good-ass question. I don't think we've ever beefed. I mean, the only beef I like to eat is pork. Pork chop. So don't be coming at me unless it's pork chop. But I don't think we've had some disagreements. Which ones? I don't know. Like, I think that we haven't been on the same page, but that's just because we're not articulating to each other of what it is that we actually mean because we talk to each other. I guess this can be put on the uh, the next topic, but we talk to each other through uh, uh, voice text 
or text message. We rarely call each other unless it's something that we absolutely have to talk about. So sometimes that stuff can get lost in translation. But for me, as far as like beefing or getting mad at each other, I I can't think of any time that we have that it, I have. And that's just me. Like being angry at someone is like being you motherfucking pissed off this and that. I don't ever remember that. So that that's my side. And that's my story. You sticking to it? I stick it to it. I got to be honest. Have we beefed? I wouldn't say no. But the episode with Chris Rogers almost made me leave the show. I, I think that was the only time I was pissed. I think on, on my side, I, if it would have been you, I would have said, hey, you know what? Either leave the episode or we're not going to release it. Mm-hmm. And and that'd probably be the only one for me. I, but again, I don't think we ever beef. Yeah, see, no, I, I didn't even get mad at that episode. I really didn't. I talked to you. I know you say it like I, I, you're because you know what? In all fairness, I probably should have gotten mad. I probably should have asked you to leave like, dude, but I don't know. I don't know what stopped me because I just, I guess I maybe just wanted to see the fucking train go off the tracks. I don't know. I, I thought that maybe you being nice and buzz and lubricated that we would take the episode into something that would be funny, but then it just started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People thought I needed to go to rehab. It was bad, bro. Yeah. People told me the same thing. They're like, was Jesse okay? <laughs> yeah, he's good. I still love you. Like I told you, Jesse, I think I've said it before. Like, I didn't call you and bitch you out. I, you called me and you apologized and you said that, that you felt bad and all that. And I was like, dude, it is what it is. Move forward. But I wasn't mad. Like, it is what it was. And it was still fun. It was still, it could have been anybody. But like, it could have been me easily. I guess that's the only part. I mean, that was the only one. Gotcha. All right. All right. Oh, this is a good one. The DIY episode. How did you feel saying it wrong during the whole episode? That's the one where we said DYI. I had no idea that we did it. I thought we were saying it right the whole time. Didn't even pop into my head until I went back and started doing the editing. And then I texted Jesse. I was like, yo, we every single time. And we said it probably 30 times every time, which is why I put the clips in the accent that people understand that in order for us to go back and change that, we would have to go back. He would have Jesse would have to send me a, a quick clip of his recording of DIY. And I would have to basically copy and paste that and put that in every single DIY part that we said wrong. So I was like, we just got to let it roll and go with it. But I thought it was funny because it shows that we're human. Yeah, it, it was. I, I, people were like, you dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, I'm dyslexic. Who cares? Whatever. It happens. Yeah, that's what we... I, again, I didn't know at the time, but until the day of the recording, people were like, you saying it wrong. Okay. How do you and Jesse deal with stress, Paul, for you kids and all around both of you guys' life? Stress? Yeah. I guess um, this weekend was a good... Or this week was a good marker to see how you deal with stress with everything in the snowstorm. Huh? You know what? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I can't stress about anything just because ever since COVID, yeah, it's out of your control. I think that it's more like, how do you rectify the situation? So if it could be fixed, then I fix it. But I don't want to say that I stress. If somebody wants to consider anger as stress, that's probably be the first. Because the first thing I do is probably get pissed mm-hmm. at the situation. The, my, my water pipe is busted. But my first reaction, I was pissed because all my stuff got wet. So, yeah, I, I think that's the way I handle things is try to fix it. I would say try to fix things. I try yeah. to fix the problem. Yeah, I stress like everybody else. I found that stress for me turns into anxiety. And once the anxiety starts going, I not necessarily, I process it. I've said it before. I just try to put myself outside of myself and realize that I am not my thoughts and I'm not what I am doing in that moment. So 
for me, recognizing that I am not the anxiety, I am not the stress, I am not something happens at work, like it just happens to happen. It's not personal, take it. That's how I deal with it. As far as kids come, like I just, I'm just numb to it when, when the little baby's crying and screaming at the top of their lungs or the kids are pissing me off, I get mad. It takes some resistance to try not to flip out on them. I do sometimes because it's just like, you know, why the hell are you screaming? But other than that, I think I'm doing okay when it comes to that department. All right. We're going to answer a few more. One of the questions was, tell us something that we didn't know about the show. I think that was a good question. On my side, if you, for those that didn't know, like when you we, we were talking about Lucky, I kept saying Lucky the whole episode. Mm -hmm. So if you go back and listen, the whole time I was saying his name wrong. So people don't know about that show and he never even told me. But if you go back, go back and listen to it. I said Lockie the whole damn time. Yeah. The other one is episode five. Do you remember the one where we did uh, Snitching with Arrogance? Yeah. Do you remember that yeah, one? I remember that. What people don't know about this show is that we, what I wanted to do is fib and say that snitching is a good thing. And then I was like, nah, that's just not portraying the show. That's not what we're worth. So do you remember? Mm -hmm. That's the only episode mm -hmm. that we... I had to just re-record. Yeah, that's then, right. I thought you were going to be mad that day, but that was the one episode where I was like, you know what? I don't want this coming out because this ain't me. I snitched for real. Yeah. So, and people yeah. understand he he wasn't saying that he was, it's okay to steal. He was trying to convey a different point. I was getting it, but I, we don't think the masses would get it. So he was just like, let's just redo the episode. So we did. And yeah, you're right. That was the only episode we ever actually had to re-record. It was on a Sunday too. It was late. You were like, can you record? Because this is the only time that you could do it. I was like, yeah, let's just do it all day long. All day long. There you go. And then I think the last one, you sent me that. I thought you were going to answer that. Somebody asked, Jesse, what made you talk about your sexual abuse? I think that we live in a society now that people are more aware of situations. It made me feel like me talking about that story, me actually saying it. Yeah, I was sexually molested. I think that is something that I, I want people not to go through what I went through. It took me 39 years to actually say it in the air and say I was sexually molested. And I'll be honest with you, ever since I said it, it's a lift off my shoulder. It, it's just, I didn't even have to go to therapy. And, and so yeah. I hope that that's why I said it. I know that some people, one of the things that did bother me is some people thought that I was doing it for attention. And yeah, fuck your mama, just for saying it. That, yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. just me. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, all right. Coming up next, we got our final segment, so don't go nowhere. Paul, write us out one last time with that Hitler. See Kyle Hitler. Well, real quick, Jesse, I've talked before with people that with the good stuff, you always have the bad stuff as well. We're getting trolls now. It, it's funny in a way. So one of the first ones was they weren't a big fan of my singing. My singing, I think I did it two or three episodes where I would come in. I wasn't a big fan of your singing. <laughs> It was meant to be a joke, but that was a swing and a miss. Somebody had wrote, basically, we lost him as a listener because I did in one episode, the LGBTQ LMNOP. People did not like that. I've already said with my wife that she not only supports that lifestyle and 
all of that. So I'm, she's okay with it. I'm okay with it. She gets it. It's a comedy podcast. I'm joking. I'm not a bad person. I got really big slack with, with the, I like my beer, like my violence joke. Remember that one? Yeah. I thought it was funny too. I gave credit where credit was due because I gave it, I gave the credit to Bill Burr, but I ran it by my wife who actually has been through domestic violence and she was okay with it. So I put it on there. I'm not going to, I don't think I need to apologize again. This is comedy podcast. And those are just the really only ones. There are some things where people are like, oh, I don't like this. Or, or something like that could change. But for the most part, people have been doing real good critiques and positivity. So thank you guys for that. So just to close that before we go to the next segment, the gay and lesbian joke, it's what I said earlier. I think that it's a very touchy subject. I know that it was a joke, mm-hmm. but in the back of my head, I was like, oh, hell, everybody's I'm going to get it. So I got it too, and I never brought it up. But yeah, I think I'm surprised that nobody was upset about the Hitler thing. And I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah!" I had to I had to find a new uh, a new outro because I, I was was it my mom or it was somebody like a family member. They were like, "I don't like the I don't like Hitler thing." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I thought it'd be funny because it's a Mexican to live Hitler basically in German." I think that's what it means, see Kyle, but I could be wrong. Right, so everybody, follow Dragging the Line on Facebook for the latest. Follow me at One More Sanchez on all social media, and also don't forget to uh, follow Polly G at Polly G underscore SC. Now back to the show. All right, guys, thank you for those questions. Paul, one, somebody wrote here, what makes Dragging the Line different from other podcasts? Oh, fuck, that's a good question. You want to take that one first? Yeah, I like to pride myself on organic and being real and being honest to the listeners. Those would be my three things. If someone say, what makes you different from other podcasts? Someone would ask me that. What? What makes you different from other? I don't give a fuck. I thought you couldn't hear me for real. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's my answer. That's my answer on that one. So what makes us different? For me, this is something that I told myself if we ever had the opportunity. Number one, anybody that reaches out that wants to be on the show, I'm always going to give that opportunity or even interview. If somebody wants me to be on their show, I've also said I will be on their show. Anybody that friends me. So I'm always going to try to keep it as neutral and 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 as original what makes us different and I, I do like that a lot of other people do behind the scenes is people with other podcasts would like my podcast and i would like yours we don't do that shit and we never will the numbers will be there but again if you guys i'll be honest with you the one thing that i don't like is every fucking week we're asking you guys hey can somebody write us a review on itunes so that we can get the numbers mm-hmm. nobody fucking does it yeah. So we're not if if my own family won't do it, then I don't want some uh, some strangers to do it. So yeah, that's that. That's my last two pieces. And yeah, having yeah. that said, please leave a review on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, thing on that. We had I had no idea at least that how big the podcast community is and how many podcasts there are. It's insane. Any and everything you can possibly think of. There's a podcast for. So that's one thing that I learned and discouraged me in a way because it's Sam. Like I thought we were doing something unique and something that no one else is doing, but no, almost everybody's doing a podcast. So we've got to find that balance of being real organic. And hey, did I answer my question? I think you did. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure because I, I feel like I'm like you and went on a tangent. And we'll see. We'll go back and listen to it. How long does an episode take to edit? Let's say it's a 45 minute to an hour episode will take roughly six to eight hours to edit. I don't know if that's normal with other people, but I like my stuff. I'm very picky. 
And I'm very, I want everything to be perfect, whether it's the fading of the music, whether it's the dead air, the seconds of that silence right there, whether it's filler words, the ums. And I notice that I do a lot. I say, and I notice a lot of people do that. So just stuff like that. And then you put the clips in when I do clips. So that's roughly that. So basically longer the episode, obviously the longer the editing process is going to be, but Jesse has been taking over most, at least half of the editing, which is good because then that gives me more time to be able to do that work and balance life so that I can hang out with my kids and keep the wife happy while at the same time being able to do this. Me and Jesse were just talking about that actually during the show prep before we started this episode. Uh, he uses the script. I do Audacity for me, which because I was I'm answering another question that was asked. That's the software that I use is uh, Audacity. He uses the script. I use Audacity. Audacity is just all audio. So I can do anything with the audio as far as the levels, equalizers, compressing, normalizing, all that stuff. So I like using that because uh, I have good headphones. And if it sounds good in the headphones, it's going to sound good on you guys' radio. So those are, I just answered two questions there. I didn't know that it took you that long. I think that sometimes I was like, what the hell is he doing? Is it hard? The day that I learned, and and, and the reason why I picked that up, a lot of people don't know, was just what, three, four episodes ago when we did Mm -hmm. the Southpaw? Yeah. You were busy. And I think you were, you had the Rona or Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. happened where you couldn't do it. And I was like, dude, we got to release this. Yeah. I stayed up till two in the morning. I called you, didn't I? The next day and yeah. I said, dog, I apologize because I'm always shitting yeah. on you on the editing. <laughs> Respects. So behind yeah. the scenes, things like that happen where you don't really know the other end until you actually try it. No, no problem. It's this, this is for our future. It's for our future. Is one. Is it difficult for you to use Zoom remotely? I'm going to say no. It helps mm-hmm. that we're related. I don't want to get nervous because I see your ugly ass. You ugly. But yes. Uh, the other thing is that the benefit of having you as a co-host or as a host, whatever you want to call it, is that because we're related, we can, we bounce, like you said, we bounce off each other. So the, the Zoom part and seeing each other is actually better for me because I can see if the joke is funny or when we're interviewing people, I can now do a signal where he knows, hey, you're talking too much or wrap it up, B. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, it, it's, if anything, it's helped us. When do you guys record? And do you guys just go immediately to recording? I guess I'll, I'll take this one. All right. Normally, we, we try to have a set schedule of, of Tuesdays, 9 o'clock my time, 8 o'clock central. Sundays are usually reserved. Sunday evenings where we get on a Zoom meeting and me and him talk about what's up for the week, whether it's uh, interviews, whether it's you know, show topics or content that we want to do for the week. There are also some times where we're able to record And if it's a 30, 40 minute episode, we can do a quick turnaround and release it that Friday. We release the podcast Thursday evenings just because sometimes it takes a long time to upload on all the podcast listening services, your Google, your Spotify, your iTunes, all that. So we release it Thursday evenings just for your day ones out there. It's a Friday release, but we release it actually Thursday evenings evening. So if you're ever driving home and you're drinking and driving, go ahead and put this. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Just letting you know that's what we do on Thursdays. So that that's the gist of it right there. We try to, that was a good thing. Jesse said, let's start having meetings on Sundays, which is good because then that kind of preps up to go into Tuesday. So let's see here. What is something you would preach to another podcaster? Is it hard to start a podcast? Not really. The mindset that, and you know, John, who we interviewed, he's trying his hand in, in, in podcasting. And the advice I gave him 
was do three or four episodes, record them, and then go back and listen to them and critique yourself and just try to figure what is good and what's not. And then figure out what is it that you want to do with your podcast. That was one thing I think me and Jesse were trying to figure out what we wanted to do, what direction our show wants to go in. Yeah. And Lucky, mm-hmm. Lucky, sorry, Lucky came out with his own podcast with his best friend because when he, he and he says it in episode one, he said, hey, Jesse and Paul from Dragon the Line made it, made me, reminded me that I can do that with my friend. So that was cool. I think that he gave us credit when credit was due. We've always said that if someone needs help, we'll, we'll definitely help them. But for those who want to start podcasting, don't over-research. Don't get on YouTube because here's the thing is that, and, and again, somebody's probably going to complain. All those people that are coaches or write books, think about this. If that person was that good, don't you think their fucking podcast would be great and they make a shitload of money? So the fact that you're writing a book, this is just me. You're writing a book to tell me what to do and yours ain't shit. I'm not reading it. Mm -hmm. So that's my view. If you have that, like the whole coaches and life coaches, fuck all that shit. Do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, to Lucky, the new casual bros podcast. It's on Spotify. That's the one that he gave us a shout out. So I think it's only fair that we do the same. Appreciate it, Lucky. And what I did was, you're right, Jess, you're absolutely right. Because I did so much research that I was just inundated and almost, I don't even want to do this. So like you said, it's, you just do it. I went out, bought me a used $250 laptop. I bought a $60 microphone and like a $50 pair of headphones. And that's it, people. That's what we use. It's in post, it's in post show, post editing that we get it to sound the way that it does, because it's the editing part that makes it sound professional. That was remember, Jesse, when we first came out, people that's what people were saying, like, damn, I sounds real good. The quality, the audio is real good. People thought I had a studio in this five hundred dollar mm-hmm. microphone. No, this is a forty dollar microphone from Amazon. It's after we record and we do the editing, that's when we tweak it and get the levels where they need to be. So that you just gotta just do just People, that was a question that I was asked as well. Is it hard to start a podcast? It's not, but you just got to start doing something, whether it's a little bit of research. Use stuff your phone. Oh, exactly. Like I said, like everything that I have from the microphone to the headsets, these were all Christmas gifts and birthday gifts. So yeah, I didn't pay for a motherfucking thing. Ask Santa Claus for that, but yeah. yeah. Don't go out. Don't be that kid that plays basketball with the Jordans and the Michael Jordan jersey and garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, everybody, that's the show. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Sanchez out. And remember, everybody, please stop being an asshole, okay? The people out there out in Texas and basically all over the country going through anything, whether it's winter storms, rainstorms, sunstorms, you're tanning too much, whatever. Just make sure you're being a good person. Help out people when they need. Because remember, if you're not dragging on, then you're only dragging the line. Famonos. I think I fucked up that ending, but fuck it. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same, I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming.